Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Nevada Morning News, and this is this week's edition of the On the 50-Yard Line podcast, where we take a look at what's going on in the uh, football scene in the greater Savannah area. Uh, last week, we had everything was affected by Hurricane Ian, and most of the games were moved to Wednesday night, with a couple being delayed to later in the week. So the game I went to uh, was Savannah Country Day hosting Beach. It was only the uh, third meeting all time. Between these teams, uh, the last two came back in 1984 and 1985 with Beach winning. And also had an interesting story angle in in that uh, the two coaches, John Mooring of Country Day and Michael Thompson of Beach, were former teammates and defensive teammates at Georgia Southern back in their playing days. Mooring is 38 and uh, Thompson is 39. So it was cool to see them talking before the game. And it was a pretty good game uh, for Savannah Country Day. Their freshman, Josh Washington, who, speaking of Georgia Southern, this kid picked up a scholarship offer from the Eagles before he even played a down of football in high school. He had his best game yet with seven receptions for 129 yards and a pair of scores. And uh, he, he played really well. Quarterback Barton Mixon is starting to starting to he's improving game by game for savannah country day and he played well too but it was rooster bing who who was really impressive as defensive lineman he had like eight tackles a pair of sacks three tackles for losses deflected a few passes and he also was a great blocker as savannah country day ended up winning the game 35 to 21. michael grandy rushed for 67 yards and a pair of touchdowns in the game, and K.J. James also had a, a good game with 100, uh, 100 yards of offense for Country Day. Uh, Demetrius Holloway, the freshman quarterback for, for Beach, he uh, threw for 180 yards and a c- couple touchdown passes, and he's one to watch in the future. Savannah Christian rolled to a 55-20 to win over Long County, bouncing back from their loss to Calvary Day, and they had three backs that rushed for 100 yards with led by Zoe Smalls, Kenry Wall, and then senior Jaden Hester. Smalls and, and Wall are both only sophomores. That uh, offensive line with three returning seniors and all five returning starters for the Raiders has done really well this year. Uh, Paul Zittrauer, the Raider quarterback, he ran for 62 yards himself and passed for 112 yards in the score in the win. So that was a big win for them. St. Andrews. Came up with a 28-21 win at Robert Toombs for their third straight victory. Uh, senior Zaire Edwards had a 65-yard touchdown among the three scores and his, that he had. And his younger brother, Zayden Edwards, had another touchdown for St. Andrews. 
Bryan County came up with a big win, the 28 to 20, 28 to 7 win at Montgomery County. And they had, uh, they've had some injuries that have really hurt them, but Trevor Lanier had a touchdown run. Sean Kelly Hill added another one along with Jordan Flannel and Andreas McKinney, the freshman defensive uh, linebacker. He returned a fumble for a score and had like 15 tackles in the game. Over at Effingham County, they won their fourth straight game. Nate Hayes had a, a big game at quarterback, the, the new junior or the junior starting quarterback in his first year as a starter. He rushed for 98 yards and had a pair of touchdowns running and completed 13 of 21 passes for 221 yards and a score. That one was to Keon Wallace, the blue chip recruit from the Rebels, the senior, who has a plethora of offers. So those were some pretty good games last Wednesday, and uh, now we're going into this week of action, and we got Benedictine back in action after their game with New Hampstead was postponed last week. It'll be played on November 3rd, a Thursday night. But they opened region play hosting Burke County, an undefeated squad at 5-0, and and this is region 3-4A action. Burke County is ranked number five among Class 4A teams in the state by the AJC, while they have BC three and two at number six. So Luke Cromanock is coming off one of his best games of the year, and he's thrown for 859 yards and eight touchdowns on the season, completing 64% of his passes. So he's starting to really uh, find his find his game, and uh, he's he'll be one to watch on. And this game is going to be Thursday night at Memorial Stadium. Zaquan so Bryan, the senior who's committed to Minnesota, he had limited action in the win two weeks ago against the Bull School in uh, in Jacksonville. Coach Danny Britt hopes that Bryan will be back for this game at full strength for the Burke County game. He's one of the best players in the area on both sides of the ball as a defensive back, whereas he where he will be playing in college. Uh, Thomas Blackshear has emerged as a, a playmaker for. Benedictine. He's got 263 yards receiving and three touchdowns on 14 catches. And Nasir Samuel, the junior running back, is also another big play man to watch. He's averaging 14.2 yards per carry. Leads the team with 313 rushing yards. Benedictine's stats are a little down from where, where they should be because they had one game cut short in the second quarter against Jenkins when that fight started in the stands and that was a crazy game in the first week of the season. And they've had other games where it was really affected by rain down at Ware County. And another one that was also affected by the weather that they had to stop against Westminster. So their stats aren't where they, where they would normally be. But Benedictine is, as always, in the last decade here, one of the best teams in the area, in the state. Three-time state champion in those, including last year at 4A. So we got that game Thursday night. It should be a good one. Then we have on Friday night, Savannah Christian at Johnson. This is an, another interesting one. It's the first meeting ever between the schools. Savannah Christian is making that move up from Class A private and Johnson. So Savannah Christian is 5-1, and 2-1 and one in, in their new region, which is 3-3A, where Johnson has been for a while here. Uh, we were talking about him earlier, but Zoe Smalls, leads that Savannah Christian team with 653 yards rushing. He's got 13 total touchdowns, while Kenry Wall has 408 yards rushing and 11 total TDs. Those guys are both – you better watch out for them in the uh, in the return game also. Uh, the Raiders allowing just 13 points per game behind Elijah Griffin, their four-star recruit, 
linebackers David Boosie and Logan Brooking are also great players on that defensive unit. It's only, yeah, they're giving up like two touchdowns per game, and that includes the 35 points they gave up against Calvary in that. I think it was 34 to 28 loss to Calvary. Johnson is off to their best start since 2009. They're four and one, and they have one of the best running back duos in the area, Amarian Scott, who's rushed for nearly 400 yards, and Samari Dowdy, who's also right at that 400 yard mark on the season. Dowdy had a 300 yard rushing game in a 22 to 21 win over Liberty County on September 23rd. In that game, Scott missed due to an injury, so he should be back for this one, and uh, they got Jaden Boone and Malin Petty on Johnson, two-way linemen who have really been doing a great job for the Adam Smashers. So this will be the toughest te- test yet for Johnson, who's 4-1, and one, and they're looking to make a playoffs for the third year in a row, which, would, which has never been done in school history. Then we have Camden County coming to Richmond Hill on Friday night. Uh, that's uh, the first region 1-7A game the rugged region that the Wildcats moved up to from coming from 6A last year. Uh, Zion Gillard is one of the top running backs in the area. He has almost 700 yards rushing and nine touchdowns on the season for the Wildcats. And Ty Goldrick has been solid quarterback with nearly 900 yards passing and six touchdowns. Rayvon Grant is one of the top uh, receivers in the area. He has 39 catches for 469 yards and three scores. So Camden County is always a, Tough team to face. They got a strong run game with, with featuring Jaden Daly and Jamari, Jamarly Riddle, who have combined for nearly 700 yards rushing and, and 10 touchdowns. Then we have uh, another one, New Hampstead. Friday night at Cooler, they'll be hosting Southeast Bullock in their first Region 3-4A game. Quarterback Polly Seeley, who's committed to Wofford, has been playing really well this season, completing 69% of his passes for 813 yards with 12 touchdowns and just four interceptions. So look for him to be airing it out again against Southeast Bullock. That's, that game's Friday night at Cooler Stadium. So that's a look at some of the uh, the top games we've had recently and the, and the top games to watch this week. And we'll be back next week for, the, for a new edition of the On the 50-Yard Line podcast.
just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.